Hello, this is Pam December, and this is the Mad for Purple podcast, your place for all things spirituality, self-actualization, healing, and human design. Keep listening to receive wisdom, tips, and tools as we journey into higher consciousness together. Hi, everyone, and welcome to another episode from Mad for Purple. Today, I'll be talking with you about integration. And I'll be touching on gate three as part of our Mars core wound series, as well as the current celestial weather coming up for this week. So I've been pretty quiet here the last few weeks, and that's what brings us to our topic of integration. Over the last four or five weeks, I've not only moved homes, I also created, launched, and ran the Money Labyrinth experience. If you don't know what the Money Labyrinth was, it was a seven-day experience where we met for half an hour each day. I took everyone through a guided meditation all around healing their money story. And then on top of that, my daughter came down with COVID. Not sure where they got it from, as we have pretty much stayed home the last two years. They've been attending in-school distance learning once a week for approximately two hours since March. Anyway, I'm happy to report that they are feeling much better. I have been symptom-free until this morning. I woke up with pink eye. Apparently, 2 to 3% of people, that's what their COVID symptoms are, just pink eye. So if you have any extra bandwidth or anything like that, I would happily receive well wishes and good vibes for quick healing because although it's uncomfortable, it could be a lot worse. So with moving, with the money labyrinth, now with COVID, as a color to determination in human design primary health system, I have a limited amount of space on my plate to be dealing with all the things. So that's really why I've been quiet both here on the podcast and well as on social media, because I've had all of these things going on in the background. And as much as I would like to share some of these experiences, that also takes bandwidth to create the content, especially for someone who's an introvert. Sharing doesn't necessarily come naturally. So I'm sharing now. And part of this experience with integrating all the changes that have happened over the last month or so. So with moving homes, you're taking all of your physical stuff from one place. I purged a lot of stuff, let go of a lot of stuff. And if you don't know, our outer environment often reflects what's on the inside. So there's this interconnectedness between all these things. So taking all this stuff, releasing a ton of stuff, moving stuff into a new environment, finding homes and places that feel correct within that environment. That's moving a lot of energy. And then with the money labyrinth, the downloading, the creating, the launching, the running, all happened in a very short period of time. And that's not typically how I have done things. Typically, I would have built a lot more time into the whole thing for the spaciousness that I tend to require in order to feel secure. But through the whole thing, it felt very correct to do all of the things all at once, also while moving. So this was a huge change for me on so many levels. 
And especially for me to be able to do it with so much compassion for myself, holding so much space for myself, while holding space for others within the Money Labyrinth, and not bypassing any of the feelings, emotions, the energetics that came up during this process. And then COVID, it's been this underlying anxiety for, I would say, all of us for over two years now. So I was surprised, but not by the amount of energy it took to move through this illness, even though I wasn't physically ill myself. To be in the energetics of what it means to have COVID, treat COVID, and recover from it. I'm not sure that the general population is understanding the significance of this and how it can show up as one of the little T's, the small traumas in our lives. So coming back to the integration piece, what happens when we make big changes, when we have big experiences, when we have sickness? These experiences, both the physical and the non-physical, activate parts of our DNA. Now, the activation itself is like a light switch. But the important thing to understand and keep in mind is that although the activation is a light switch, it does take our energetics, our cells, our physical bodies time for that switch to be turned on in all the places. I think I've talked about this before, where there's moments where we're holding both when we're making changes especially around mindset, where we have the old patterns, the old synapses, the old neural pathways, and we have the new ones, and we're holding both. And this is the same thing that happens when we have a DNA activation through our experiences. So it's important to take the time to allow your body to catch up, to allow your energetic body to catch up. And this is going to look different for everybody. The more presence that we can bring to this process, the gentler it can be. Because it's amazing some of the things that can be brought up when we are activated in this way. We can have emotions of grief. You can have go through the whole grief process because there's this letting go of the old, a death of the old, as this new way of being is being burst. It's all happening at the same time. It's a lot to hold. So taking that time to bring presence to the process of integration and building that in to your day-to-day, your month-to-month, into your process of up-leveling. I know that when I first started my spiritual healing journey a few years ago, I would often experience a trauma response in the up-leveling. My experience of this trauma response would be overwhelming feelings as well as actual physical reaction of shaking. if my body was in fight, flight, or freeze. Knowing that, I've really made a conscious effort to create security in all the ways that I can. As a person with 10 first lines, the first line is naturally insecure, and that's part of the investigation, the introspection that the first line wants to go through. And being that a lot of that first line energy is on the body side, so the unconscious, the mind can support the body by creating security where it can. So this huge up-leveling that I've gone through this last month, I really was able to support my body. I understand that I need to take time and space to do the integration. That's why I was quiet the last few weeks. There wasn't the bandwidth to do all of the things. And the important thing to focus on during that time 
or this time even, because I'm still integrating, was to just go inward and to take things day by day and just take really good care of myself. And by doing that, I think it's really avoided any serious symptoms having COVID in the house. And I would say with COVID, I'm still integrating this experience because I'm still in the experience of this illness the collective energy of this illness and transmuting the energies and the emotions that are coming up around it. So my question for you is, where have you had major changes in your life? Where have you up-leveled? Where have you maybe felt knocked down? And in that, what needs to be let go of? What needs to be integrated in order to move forward? Which all brings me to not only Mars being in gate three this coming week, but also the celestial weather in general. So what we have, we have Mars in gate three. Now this is the gate of ordering. And it's off of the sacral, pointing towards the root center. And this is a mutative energy. It is here for the mutation. Part of the keynotes is difficulty at the beginning because mutation is not easy. The DNA activations and things like that that we're experiencing in our up-leveling, in our healing, in our changing of our being is part of these mutations. So Mars as a core wound. So some of the key notes for gate three are immaturity, victimization, and surrender. Because there is a point where we need to surrender in order for the mutation to take place. Bringing this into what is going on with the rest of the planets. So we have Pluto in gate 60, which is the gate of limitations or the gate of acceptance the Pluto is retrograde in this gate so gate 60 holds on to the old where the gate 3 decides what from the old can actually be brought forward or mutated so last week in the United States the Supreme Court overturned Roe v Wade which was a precedent that protected abortion rights as a human right within the Constitution of the United States this is my understanding so we have this concept of abortion as a human right, as the right of all people with uteruses. We have this overturning of it. Now Mars is moving into it's gate three, Pluto's in gate 60. So we have this full channel of mutation. So how can this old issue of abortion rights be changed and mutated? So a lot of comments saying, oh, we've gone back 50 years. So this is the gate 60 holding on to the old and the gate three is available for mutation, but it's not easy. So we have that going on. We have Jupiter in the gate of opinions. It's in the line four though. So this is going to be the opinion shared about the collective, about the networks in relationship within our community structures. But that is slowly moving into line five, which is all about universalization. So out of these larger ideas that are being brought forward by Jupiter, what of those ideas should potentially be universalized? We have Mercury in the gate of ideas. So again, it's moving through all the lines. So from investigation to hermiting on it, to experimenting with it, to sharing it with the network, to universalization, and ultimately to the role model. So what ideas do you want to express right now and experimenting with them? And then Mercury moves into gate 15. Now this is the gate of extremes. So we're going to hear extreme messages. But the other part of the gate 15 is the loan of humanity. 
So what is going to be expressed through this upheaval that many are experiencing, that the collective is experiencing around abortion rights and how they can be mutated, how this issue can be mutated and serve humanity as a whole, because this needs to include all people that have uteruses. And previous language was very much all about women. And then in all of this, we have, this is the driving energy for a lot of this. So we have the sun in gate 39, which is the gate of provocation. So this energy is really pushing for an emotional response, coupled with the earth being in gate 38, which is the gate of the fighter. Now, because it's the earth, this is what's grounding the energy for the next week. What is worth fighting for? And I think that's a question we all need to ask ourselves. What are we fighting for? Is it worth fighting for? Because of the circuitry, there's a huge opportunity here for mutation, for maturation through Mars in the gate three of this feelings of victimization, feelings of survival, and transmuting into surrender and synthesis. So keep your ears open hear what ideas people are putting out there, experiment with those ideas, follow your strategy and authority in how you take action. For the empaths out there, emotions are high. Ask yourself on a regular basis, what is yours and what isn't, and let go of what isn't yours. Remember, we want to be the filter and not the sponge, because I expect this will still be a challenging week with this celestial weather. But it is, it's a huge opportunity for change, needed change. So keep well, keep safe. And I hope you find this episode explains a little bit about what will be going on in the next week, because the week after that is a chance for new beginnings and having the drive to actually persevere through those beginnings, because beginnings are hard. Take time to integrate. Take time to care for yourself because none of us are good to anyone else if we are depleted. So it's okay to be selfish and protect your energy. We love good boundaries here at Mad for Purple. Thank you so much for listening to this week's episode. If you'd like to support me in the show, please share this episode or head over to Apple and leave a five-star review. One listener wrote, wow, human design is a topic I haven't learned much about and Pam has a wealth of knowledge to share. I love her calming voice as she teaches. She has so much to share. It's incredible. Thank you, Holly Mama. Really appreciate you taking the time for leaving that review. It really helps me in the show. If you're interested in learning more about your human design, reach out and we can make sure that you have your chart. And if you have your chart, I do introductory and advanced readings, which you can check out at alchemy.madforpurple.com. And then before you leave, don't forget to click that follow button on your podcast listening app so that you don't miss an episode. Have a blessed week and I will see you soon.